Hey guys, welcome to an all new episode of Scream Beans. This is episode 107. We're your hosts, Carolyn Chillick. And Jerry Wilson. And today it's all about solo. I'm going solo. You are? Because well, I'm here. No, well, no, I'm not. <laughs> We're going or, solo. Or am I? <laughs> uh, yep, we uh, saw a solo this weekend, and we're ready to do some reviewing. Yes. <laughs> Any news before we start? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> I'm sure there's news out there somewhere about something that I could really care less about right now. Probably. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Well, then, I guess we'll uh, get started. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, so like I said, we saw Solo this weekend. And I have to say, hey, I, I didn't mind it. I had fun. It, I mean, it, wasn't, had, it didn't have like a huge storyline. Mm-hmm. But I think for a Solo kind of movie... Solo, as in, you know, it's one-off, one of the Star Wars stories. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. I definitely felt like, you know, the story kept me interested, and it did throw in a few little things that, um, you know, kind of was like, oh, like, you know, at the end, they kind of show the Darth Maul, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, some people who maybe haven't seen Clone Wars or Rebels, maybe they didn't realize he was still alive, you know, mm-hmm. he was alive. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a... You know, the kind of leading into, like, if there's a sequel or maybe some other stories that maybe can kind of go with this. But there were, I felt like there were some parts that were a little slow. But, I mean, overall, I think that, um, like, I like the characters that they kind of brought in. And, um, and, you know, I was always kind of weary about this guy playing solo, maybe because I hadn't really known him in anything else. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I don't know, I kind of, he kind of grew on me in the movie. I kind of kind of liked his personality and i mean i know it's hard he's playing harrison ford as han solo you know it's kind of like you're mm-hmm. almost having to play two characters mm-hmm. as one it's not like he can just play han solo he has to play harrison ford's interpretation of han solo yeah how he would be when he's young so you kind of have a few of that a few of those moments i think that he might have caught some of them were like eh, i mean it was still good but i think that um you know, I kind of like how they show how him and Chewbacca met. Mm-hmm. Yes, I thought that was cool. I also liked how he got his solo name. Right. I thought that was that was kind of kind of kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I guess with with this and and the story for me, I didn't you know I didn't mind the story. I'm glad they kind of did this kind of story, kind of how you see him kind of get into mm-hmm. being kind of this smuggler kind of guy. And I'm glad that they they had the 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 run. Oh, the Kessel Run. Yes, like they actually had that in the movie because it, it was always you know mentioned in all the other ones and stuff like that. Yeah, how he made it in twelve parsecs. Yeah, and yeah. They said fourteen. He's like, well, technically it was twelve. Mm-hmm. So so I like I like that. Um, I thought that the the main guy I. Th- my, okay, my expectations going into this movie were really pretty low. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it it's, had a lot of bumps and bruises coming coming through. Like before Ron Howard got into it, you mm-hmm. know, it had some really bad press and, you know, kind of how it was going in the story. Mm-hmm. And 
then Ron Howard got his hands on it and, you know, then people were kind of like, oh, okay, well, this is, this is good. And then like, even after it came out, I feel like there's like mixed feelings. Like something comes out that says Ron Howard said, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't exactly how he wanted it or he wasn't entirely pleased. I'm like, why even, it's like, you know, you don't know if that's how true that is just to kind mm-hmm. of get good press or bad press on it. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure what the Rotten Tomato was on it. 71. So, I mean, it's it's decent. And I think that Star Wars, when you think about, like, The Last Jedi, I'm sure had higher things. And it's like, well, you're going to either please critics or you're going to please fans. Mm-hmm. Neither. I don't think you'll ever please both. Yeah. And I think that some of this movie is probably getting some, some backlash just because of the the last Jedi mm-hmm. movie that came out, you know, five months ago. Yeah. And for me, that movie is horrible. Mm-hmm. Like I, I will never watch that thing again. It mm-hmm. was it was so bad. And then this one for them to do a solo movie and have another person play solo, you know, when I heard the news that they were gonna do this movie, you know, a long time ago, I was like that's that's hard. It's it's going to be very hard because of who it is. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 Han Solo. It's one well, plus. It's like Harrison Ford has kind of made that. I mean, that's like one of his iconic roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like that's like what I was saying. This guy doesn't have to just play Han Solo. He has to play Harrison Ford as Han Solo, mm-hmm. and he's you know not that much younger than what he was at the beginning of Star Wars. Yeah, and. And then the way that they kind of, you know, left the left the movie um, with the whole Crimson Dawn, mm-hmm. you know, you know, criminal organization kind of thing being run by Darth Maul, they kind of left it open for a sequel, which, you know, I'd be fine because there. I think that there would be more stuff in the sequel that I would want to see. I, w- I would want to see more. Darth Maul and Jabba the Hutt kind of... Or like a Boba Fett. Like, it almost could be like yeah. Solo versus Boba Fett. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, maybe it's not Solo 2, mm-hmm. but maybe he's in another one of the stories. Mm-hmm. Like, or maybe it's a Boba Fett movie, and maybe it has more um, mm-hmm. uh, Jabba the Hutt in it and stuff, and kind of putting that in. Mm-hmm. And Han Solo's in it, too, but maybe it's not all about Han Solo. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just as much... Like, instead of just doing a Boba Fett movie, maybe it's like Han versus Boba or, you know. Because mm-hmm. I was even thinking, you know, late last night, if they didn't do a sequel to Solo and they did another one, it's like, I think this would probably be a pretty awesome way to have Obi-Wan have his movie mm-hmm. with Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. Right. Somehow they get back at each other again. I think that would be really cool. And you, you could bring, you know, the, the Crimson Dawn, you know, back back into it that way, except it's kind of Obi-Wan's story. Right. With, yeah, it's like with, maybe, with maybe Han Solo them. doesn't have, maybe Han Solo's goes a different way. Mm-hmm. And Crimson Dawn, you know, there might be a little bit of overlap because I feel like there's going to need to be closure with Han mm-hmm. and um, the girl, Kira. You mm-hmm. know, like something with that where she's kind of, Chosen the dark side, basically, yeah. kind of. And I think that would be a good way you know, to do the the Boba Fett movie too. Is have it 
in yeah, there. like where maybe, maybe it's not a solo, kind of be... maybe it's not just a one-off, but maybe it's not a sequel per se, but maybe it's just a continuation of this story in this world where it's not just about Han, it's not mm-hmm. just about Boba Fett, it's not just about Obi-Wan, Yeah, but maybe you can kind of mix them up somehow. And I can't, you know, since I don't have cable, I can't watch Rebels. And so I'm not sure exactly what the storyline is with Darth Maul and Obi-Wan right now and that. If that's trying, you know, Mm because right now it's like there's, it's happening at the same time as like Rebels is happening. You know, Mm -hmm. this is like the beginnings of, of that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, they're starting the rebellion with this stuff that they got from Han, the coaxium or the hyperfuel or whatever it is. So it's like you can kind of feel all of these little things, and it's kind of like, well, now, you know, they kind of were all their separate timelines where, you know, like, they had their own set time, and, the, like, the Clone Wars is the set time between these mm-hmm. two movies. Rebels is the set time between these two movies. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're kind of overlapping some of this stuff, and it's like, okay, now, mm-hmm. where do we get this and like seeing like live versions of people we might've seen in rebels or in clone wars or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of doing that. Cause you know, if they ever do an Obi-Wan movie, I feel like they would need to put, um, the one, um, I can't remember her name, Osaka or, Osh- you know, the one that was the, um, Oh yeah. Had one to snips. Yeah. Like, you know, having her, cause I know she's been in a lot of the rebels, mm-hmm stuff but you yeah know. and i really liked her character yeah in in that cartoon yeah and so i mean i feel like you know they're opening it up to where you have all you know more kind of access to all of this stuff but it's mm-hmm. like okay are you going to start kind of putting because i know even in um rogue one there were some overlap with some of those characters that they had in there mm-hmm. so i don't know it's very interesting and i know that disney you know, with Marvel, they've had success with this kind of overlapping timelines mm-hmm. and stuff. With Star Wars, it's a lot harder because there's been so much done yeah. before Disney had gotten it. Mm-hmm. But then some of that stuff that they they said is no longer canon. But then there's some stuff that they that they have brought back. Right. So it's kind of like okay, well, wishy washy. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very interesting because I kind of like these little stories where you can kind of do some more character development on some of these characters, like with like the major star Wars, you know, there's so much going on. You can't really focus Mm -hmm. on all these side characters and getting a little bit more of their backstory and stuff is, you know, kind of is interesting. So, and I I don't know if if they're going to, how much room they have to do star Wars movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you have episode nine that comes out next year and then you got, dipshit Ryan Johnson that's going to have his own new trilogy of Star Wars stuff, whatever that's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the two guys that did the Game of Thrones on HBO going to have a new Well, and John Favreau. Yeah, he's going to do TV live action stuff. Mm-hmm. It's that's like, supposed okay, to it's be like, happening I, like... During like during the same time period, like sixteen years after, it's like the that's third. a lot of Star Wars stuff, and then you throw in like you know, if they do a Obi Wan movie or a Boba Fett movie, and that which, doesn't even count like the Rebels cartoons that you know mm-hmm. the animated stuff that they are. And I don't know if they're gonna. I think I don't know if they're ending that stuff or not. I mean, it could be. I'm not 100 percent sure. So anyway, back to yeah. I mean, yep. we've kind of got on a tangent of Star Wars in general, but back <laughs> to the movie. 
I really liked, I mean, Woody Harrelson's character, he kind of bothered me a little bit. I, I wanted to cut his hair. Oh, I know. <laughs> I just wanted to cut I his mean, hair. I mean, that little piece of hair that he's growing up there is just, was very annoying. It was like a little flap in the wind kind of thing. But, I mean, his character was kind of typical. I mean, there was not, yes. I mean, he was very like a stereotypical smuggler kind of dude. I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to end up um, double crossing you. Mm-hmm. Don't trust anyone kind of. Right. And, you know, and, and, like, and when he said that, it's like. It's like, okay, okay well, he's, he's going to do something. Yes. I told you, don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I really liked, you know, like his wife or whatever mm-hmm. kind of that, you know, her character. I really liked her. Yeah. I was sad to see that she dies. Oh yeah, pretty soon like, in the meeting, and and that other guy, he was really funny. Mm-hmm. The pilot yeah. guy, I can't remember what you know alien he was. They called, they told him, said what it was, but I mean, he was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a good character, and then I really liked um, the droid, you know, uh-huh. the L three mm-hmm. Lando's co pilot or whatever. Yeah, I thought she was pretty funny. She. You know, I looked it up because I'm like, I know it's not her, but she sounded just like um, Gwendolyn. You know, she played the silver stormtrooper, you know, the girl from uh, uh, Game of Thrones. She sounded a lot like her. And I'm like, well, no, she's already a character in Star Wars. It's somebody else. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I thought that was funny. Like, you know, droid, (laughs) equal (laughs) rights. And like her Mm. little quips in there were, I think, were pretty funny. And then, um, and then like Donald Glover, I mean, his Lando was, was spot on. Mm-hmm. I felt like, yeah, I there, mean, there were some times where he, he would say something and he would say it in a way that it sounded just like, well, even like Han, didn't he, didn't Lando call, say his name as Han? He didn't call him Han. I think he, like in the old, way, old in ones? the old ones, I'm trying to think. Cause when he called him, I'm like, I can't remember or not, but mm-hmm. Uh, and then the whole capes yeah. thing I thought was kind of hilarious, <laughs> and um, and, you know, and it was cool kind of seeing the Millennium Falcon in its heyday, like you know, like oh yeah, and it and it had the that extra little escape pod thing that was on there because it it just made it look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And then when they went ahead and fired that thing off, and then you saw okay, all right, this this is how we got to this point. So it was just really cool to see that. Yeah. And so I thought, I definitely felt like there were definitely a lot of cool kind of like little pinpoints of some mm-hmm. things. And um, like and I thought that the yacht, like his ship that was the yacht, was mm-hmm. really cool when you saw it flying. Like this oh, huge, yeah. tall. And it reminded me a lot. I mean, they always have. I mean, you have to have the iconic bar slash, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. cantina scene in a star wars and i mean i thought this one was good and you know kind of it reminded me a lot of jabba's yacht mm-hmm. but just tall but like that whole kind of scene i'm like it reminded me yeah and then i was like well you know i recognized um when they go to the spice mines and uh benedict or tobias i think it was tobias benedict or whatever woody harrelson's character when he played her uh, like bodyguard, his headgear oh, is the yeah. exact same one that Lando wears in mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Star Wars the Third, you know, the Return of the Jedi when they go to Jabba's. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, there's that helmet. Because because at first I thought I thought Lando was going to be in there, and then you you see that it, it was Woody Harrelson that was in there, and I was like, oh okay, that's that. 
there's that there's, there's that, that helmet. Yeah. yeah. And um but I thought and I like the dice, you know how they kind of show that because mm-hmm. you know that's kind of been in all of those different movies. So I mean, I I enjoyed it. And you know, I mean, like I said there were some parts where maybe a little bit slow, but not I don't think it mm-hmm. was was anything that was um too terrible because yeah. I mean it it was worth the character building. Mm-hmm. It's like I I I too I I liked it. I thought it was a a good little good little ride, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the story. I really liked how they kind of laid some groundwork for the the Crimson Dawn mm-hmm. if they ever decide to do anything with that. It's like I'm all for it yeah. because I mean I'm really interested in it because. When I saw when I saw Darth Maul, it's like that. My interest was really peaked. Then it's like I, I wanted I want to see more of the the Crimson Dawn and Darth. Well, it's Maul. like that voice. I recognized it immediately from mm-hmm. like Clone Wars and that voice, and I was like, mm-hmm. that sounds like Darth Maul. And then I was thinking Crimson mm-hmm. Dawn, huh? Red, mm-hmm. you know, and all that, and you know, and then when he was talking about. You know, he's at Darth Dothamir or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's that planet. That's his planet mm-hmm. with where those witches and stuff were, and you know. Yeah. So like, I was so so I like so I like that. Because um, I really feel like because I feel like um, you know like Boba Fett. You know, he has the Centalorian the mm-hmm. armor. He uses that armor, and I know that. Uh, no, his dad was mm-hmm. Jingo Fett and was had that armor and stuff too. But I know that um, in the Clone Wars, and I'm not sure because I haven't seen Rebels. You know, he worked with that group mm-hmm. that was, you know, the Santa Lord, the all kind of like the militia group that kind of was an offshoot of them and it was mm-hmm. kind of. So I don't know. I can see how maybe they would take it in that. You know, and kind of do their Boba Fett movie based on that. Yeah. And, you know, they're kind of laying a groundwork for maybe not Solo 2, but Boba Fett or something like that. And that would be something yeah, I, I think, th- would, I think you people could... would want to see. Because he's definitely a character that, I mean, he's on the screen for what? A total of 20 minutes between two movies? I mean, mm-hmm. and like, there's so much. And he's the best part of those two movies? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's the best part of... Both of those movies. He was definitely the best part of the first one. Episode one. He wasn't in episode one. Who? Darth Maul? Oh, no. I'm talking about Boba Fett. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, I have Darth Maul in my brain. <laughs> and he, he technically is only in one. Well, uh, unless you count this one. <laughs> what? Darth Maul? Yeah. I'm counting this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was in it. <laughs> True. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I mean, I thought, I mean, I thought it was entertaining. I mean, have I seen better Star Wars movies? Yes. Have mm-hmm. I seen worse? Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like it's better than what people are, it's kind of getting the rap for. I think it, for what it is, and kind of the same as like Rogue One, it's like these offshoot stories, it's just kind of like, kind of a fun little glimpse into this world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think that this one definitely does it, and it definitely kind of shows how he kind of got to where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even like, you know, he says, you know, he always 
told Lando, you know, that's he won it fair and square in that in a card game, and you know the fact that Lando cheated the first time, the first time. and then he kind of catches him, and then he's like, uh oh, mm-hmm. dang it, and yeah. uh, so and and the way that him and kind of Chewie met, and um, you know the beast, and I was like. The beast. I yeah, I had, I had a pretty good idea that that was going to be. But I kind of like that, and there. you know, and then and then like the, I mean, the shower scene was kind of funny, but it was kind of like, <laughs> do we do we have to do this at the same time? <laughs> I just, I just don't know if they're going to try to do any more of these one-off. I don't know. I feel like. I mean, because this because the solo one was. Just got a, such bad press for such a, a long time because the the initial two directors, you know, got fired and then they and brought I feel it, like movies Howard get the bad just, rap because there's so much news out there and so much, you know, fake news even, I would say, or people spinning things out of, you know, there's so much mm-hmm. out there that it's like almost a movie doesn't even have a chance before it, like people want stuff to fail so bad. Mm-hmm. That they'll try to spin anything to do that. Because that's better than saying... It's like people yeah. can't say a movie is good. I mean, I don't think this movie failed. No, I don't I, think I, so. And I think it had some really good things in there. And there's some really good things that I would like to see that I wish that they would, would do. But I just don't know if they're going to, considering that this movie cost them $250, 300000000 million to do. And it's not going to make... But that's not... But that's not you know, Ron Howard's fault. That's because you let these two other d- directors pretty much shoot the whole movie and then you fire them. Then you have to redo it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, that's not like the movie's fault. That's, you know, yeah. top down mm-hmm. for hiring those two directors to do this movie and get so far down the road. And then they're saying that like the, the expectations of this movie was like 130 to 150. Some people had it as high as 170 for opening weekend and then it comes in at like 103 and then people overseas you know it was like 64 million so mm-hmm. it, i mean it was like nothing yeah and i feel like you know that's like these movies it's like they don't have a chance even before they even come out cuz i feel like this movie i mean i would recommend it to somebody who's a star wars fan like i mean i feel like it was entertaining mm-hmm. and i felt like the story was good and and, um, I just, I mean, it's not definitely not perfect and it's not, you know, this, the greatest star Wars movie that they've made, mm-hmm. but it's definitely fun. And that's what I feel kind of like Han Solo is. He's fun. Oh and that's yeah. What, you know, he's a smuggler. He's, you know, kind of like this guy who kind of uses his charm to try to get through stuff. And, you know, he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room and sometimes <laughs> he is and sometimes he's not, he might be the most clever but he's not mm-hmm. the smartest. Yeah. Just like that line that uh, Kira says. She's like, you're not always the smartest. And he go, and she said, he said something like, well, you're not. Or he's, there was a something. She's like, well, I'm just smarter than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her, her character. I'm, I'm like really intrigued with her character because it's like once you, you could just kind of feel that at the end of the movie where after they killed like, I guess her boss or whatever, who was a pretty cool bad guy. Killed him and she kind of sent... Yeah, know, I knew Han. she was up to something because she's... 
And then she grabs the ring and then she calls Darth Maul. And I'm sitting there thinking, she's, it's almost like she did this to where like she's now going to take that guy's seat. Yeah. I feel like. And it's like, know, what had she been doing for the past three years? I mean, she's had to have gone through some serious stuff because I don't think she's like she was no, at the beginning not. of the movie. From whatever she went through in those three years to just trying to survive. Is it, that's kind of her her mindset now? I just want to you know I want to survive, and this guy's dead. I'm going to go ahead and take his seat, kind of thing. Where Han was gone for for three years, and his, his whole thing was I just need to try to make money just so I can get back there to get her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely probably a lot that she's gone through, mm-hmm. and that she's had to live with, and how she got there. I mean, because even like you know she could fight. You know, they didn't really show her fighting, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like. You know, how she knows all this stuff. And then that at the end where she's fighting uh, Drayden Voss, I mm-hmm. think is his name. And uh, it's like, okay, you know, she's... And even like when she's talking to Han, she wishes she was still there. I, I bet she wishes she was still the girl mm-hmm. that was back there. But I think that girl was naive. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of had to deal with some stuff. And I'm sure most of it bad Mm -hmm. and probably had a pretty hard life and has realized something that if you're not on the top, then you're on the bottom. Mm -hmm. So her goal is to get as high to the top as she can. So she's not, you know, she's not bad situations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel like that's where she's, I think just her experience. And I feel like if they did do a second one, they'd probably, you know, Somebody makes these decisions. Somebody has this. It's kind of like that sliding doors. If she would have made it through, mm-hmm. then, you know, Han Solo and her would probably be together. There'd never be, you oh, know, yeah. anything else. And so this is kind of shows you how, mm-hmm. you know, just one one thing changes mm-hmm. your life. Yeah, and I think you know, if they do decide to pick up the story of crimson dawn like she could be in it because she's she's in it mm-hmm. so it doesn't have to be you know solo too it could be you know some something else yeah that could show this gang and all that or whatever that criminal organization I, mean, I think the smugglers kind of just this part of the story we mm-hmm. never really got to see that much you saw a little bit with the huts you know, in the Clone Wars and all that kind of stuff and how they, you know, kind of run all of this different stuff. Yeah. And, you know, with this Crimson Dawn and all this stuff with the smugglers and how they kind of started this movie off where they say, you know, there's this huge kind of thing where it's just all everyone for themselves and part of the galaxy. Yeah. I think, like, that is interesting to me. Yeah. And it's something totally different than the Rebellion and all this stuff. And you can see how maybe parts of it, Kind of like how the fuel is used at the end to help build the rebellion. Mm-hmm. But like this whole universe that Han Solo is a part of and Lando and all that. And yeah. um, it kind of like that's that's interesting because it's like outlaws, but, you know, they're not all bad. It's kind of like they're not just bad. It's just people trying to make a living mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I think there's definitely some stories in there. Yeah, and then I also like how Lando makes some kind of comment about mining colonies, how he hates them. I'm like, you end up owning one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I think you know, I definitely think that this 
has legs, even if it's not Han Solo, if it's something else that mm -hmm. kind of uses this. And I kind of like that about Star Wars is that the universe is so big that you can pick one thing mm -hmm. and kind of run with that and do something totally different. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, I think in that aspect, this Han Solo doing something different, I think worked. And I think that it, um, mm -hmm. it is something different. That's a little bit of a different feel and, you know, kind of a little bit more, you know, I wouldn't say dark, but it's kind of like just a little bit more kind of that underbelly of the universe yeah. that you don't really get to see in Star Wars. You know, get a glimpse into that with like Jabba, Jabba and, mm -hmm. you know, some of that, but you don't really get to see that much of it. Yeah, because mostly it's just, you know, the the Empire and the Rebels and mm -hmm. what about all the other people out there that, you know, they're just kind of doing their own thing. They're yeah. trying to just, they're just trying, they're to try, trying to make it. Yeah. Exactly. So, so. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Grades? Grades. Grades, then rank and rank. We got double, double rank today. Woo, double rank. Because it's a Star Wars thing, so we have to rank it with all of our other Star Wars movies. So, okay. Um, my grade. Your grade is, is? I'm giving it a solid B. Solid B. So, okay. that makes... Um, so I guess starting at the bottom, we have number eight, Rampage, number seven, Wrinkle in Time, number six, Tomb Raider, number five, Deadpool 2, number four, Ready Player One, number three, Han Solo, number two, Black Panther, and number one, Avengers Infinity War. All right. Rampage. It gets me thinking about... That dumbass skyscraper movie and uh -huh, how uh -huh. absolutely fucking ridiculous that thing is. And why do they, why do movie studios say, we can make money off of this? Because they do make money off of that. There's a lot of fucking idiots out there. That thing looks horrible. <laughs> horrible. But I, I guarantee you that's probably going to make over a hundred opening weekend and especially overseas. I bet you that thing makes probably minimum Minimum three hundred million. That thing is such a joke. Such I mean, a joke. Anyways, it is what it is. All right. So you gave Solo a B and you stuck it in the three hole. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. All right. I am going to give Solo. I'm going to give Solo a C. What? Yeah, I'm giving it. I'm giving it a C. It's you liked Tomb Raider. Better than Solo? Uh-huh. I don't agree with that. <laughs> well, this isn't your fucking list. <laughs> this is this is mine. I know. Mine's better. <laughs> okay. So, Solo. C. All right. And as far as my list, it is Rampage is eight. Wrinkle in Time is seven. Deadpool is six. Ready Player One is five. Four is Solo. Then Tomb Raiders 3, Black Panther 2, Avengers 1. Well, and see, with both with Tomb Raider and Solo, they left these things with, like, building blocks. There's things that they can do Yeah, but forward. I would want to see the ones from Han Solo. I do not want to see the ones from Tomb Raider. Well, to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. Okay. 
Now, moving on to our Star Wars rankings. Let me flip the page over. Okay. Okay. You first, me first. Who's no, first? I'll, I'll let you go first on this one. Okay. So now we have Solo. All right. Start so at we the, have 10, 10 Star Wars out there. We got 10 Star Wars out there. All right. Number 10. Episode 1. Number 9. Episode 4. Number 8. The Last Jedi. Number 7. Episode 2. Number 6. Solo. Number 5. Rogue One. Number 4. Force Awakens. Number 3. Revenge of the Sith. Number 2. Return of the Jedi. And number 1. Empire Strikes Back. I still feel like you have clones way too high. But, as we said, to each his own. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, it's like, from Attack of the Clones down, I really don't want to see those movies. Like, ever again. Like, the only thing I want to see out of those four movies is the fight scene with Darth Maul, Obi-Wan, and what's his name? Kwai Yeah. And then the other only thing I want to see is the uh, fight scene in Attack of the Clones with... Yoda. Yoda. That, I mean, that, that's it. That's Out of those four movies, those are, just give me that 20 minutes and I'm good. The rest of it, I can trash it. Okay. Well, here's my list. Number 10, Phantom Menace. What? Just Number kidding. nine, Attack of the Clones, way down near the bottom. <laughs> Number eight, Last Jedi. Number seven, New Hope. So we just have New Hope and Attack of the Clones flip flopped. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. A little bit. Then I have okay. after that Number six, Revenge of the Sith. Number five, Solo. Number four, Rogue One. Number three, Force Awakens. Number two, Return of the Jedi. And number one, Empire Strikes Back. So, that's my list. (laughs) (laughs) That's my list. Oh, okay. Well, I guess the next Star Wars movie that we're going to see will be episode nine. And that's not going to be till next May. No. It's all the way till next, like, November, December. Oh. Long way to go. Yeah. Well, well, shit. J.J. Abrams has a, a lot to do to get that Star Wars car out of the ditch that <laughs> Ryan Johnson put it in. Yeah. Fucking moron. Yeah. And I'm hoping that maybe, I mean, my fingers are still crossed because my heart. I'm crossed. My, <laughs> my heart goes out to Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I really would like to see him, even if it's not an Obi-Wan movie, I want to see him in something because, you know, Uma McGregor is getting to be just the right age to make a very wise Obi-Wan. Yeah, we'll see if they do and these. And he is hell-bent on revenge with Obi-Wan Kenobi. I know. It I would mean, be perfect. It would on. It would be perfect. But will they, will they do it? 
Will they do it? With, Let's start a petition. I know the, there's probably already the, plenty of them, but... The supposed tanking of this movie. Will they do it? Will they take the time to fit in some other movie that has Obi-Wan and Darth Maul getting after it? Yeah, but the fact that you can use the actual actor who was the young Obi-Wan... I mean... Yeah, I know. People love him. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know. People love him. You love him. <laughs> But yes, I, I, I would love I would love to see it because they could bring Darth Maul. I would love to see Obi Wan Darth Maul get after it live action again with some some age on them mm-hmm. and the Crimson Dawn and all that stuff would be great. But you look at you look at their movie slate. It's I mean it's got a lot of stuff on it. I mean, I mean there's only one. I say more Star I say Wars. I say a lot of stuff. I, yes, there's I mean, one the more Star Wars, stuff, but then there's but... well, but then they got the new trilogy from Ryan. Johnson, you got the TV trilogy, the the other movie trilogy with the guys from Game of Thrones. I don't know. We'll so there's six movies right there. Then you got. So the do they TV even know stuff. what those? Could that be part of this? Do we know what those? I don't know. I I assume that those are going to be kind of like after. Well, I think Ryan Johnson's is going to be like current time, except it's going to be on the the outskirts. For my opinion, the way outskirts of Star Wars galaxy. I don't know. We'll see. And I don't know about I, the Game of Thrones if they're going to do, you know, Outer Rim stuff <laughs> from the past. I guess. I, I mean, I, who knows? No, no idea. Okay. Well, I guess on that note, <laughs> that's going to be all for us on this episode. We'll be back. Last week we didn't weren't able to do our season finale. Kind of wrap up of Arrow, Agents, and Flash. So we're going to do that this week. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be Friday this week. But that way we'll we'll get that all done. And then next week we'll do our Supergirl four episode mm-hmm. kind of uh, episode. So that's going to be all Supergirl. So we're a little bit behind on TV reviews. It's like I need, but to, I need to watch Supergirl. It's like I haven't watched like the last two. I haven't watched... Four of those episodes. So I, I guess there was a new one last night, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's my uh, that's my homework for this week. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. You can always find us online at screenbeanspodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at screenbeanspod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, you know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So that wraps it up for today. We'll be back a little bit later this week with some TV reviews. But until then, talk to you guys later. Bye, guys.